welcome back to another episode of Creating a Village. I'm your host, Millie, here to help nurture the village within you. Today is a day. Um, it's a solo episode, and it's about driving. Now, let me rewind because I need to explain where this format is coming from. So, Creating a Village is supposed to be a podcast where anyone and everyone can come on to share any type of experience or lesson that they've learned throughout life that they want to share with someone. And the way the podcast has been going, that's been happening, but it's been really, the the conversations have been really structured around just like life thing. <laughs> okay, you don't get it. I get it because I know what I wanted this to be. And I'm kind of straying away from that how it's going so far. So I wanted to implement a reflection period, a reflection format, episode format that anyone can jump on, you know? Okay. So for this reflection, village reflection, life reflection, uh, I was in the car and driving I was driving and I was just like driving is really a good way for people to learn about integrity and empathy and patience driving can just teach you so much in life it even has made me think about conforming like conformity that's a word conformity in general and so let me, let's break that down, how I got to that point and why I think people should learn to drive or, you know, at least start driving. Now, why did I say start driving? Because I didn't learn to drive. Like before I got my permit, I was forced to get my permit and I had it picked up nary a book about the Georgia laws of driving. I would just, you know, lived life. I rode in the car, occasionally saw a sign and put two and two together that, oh, that sign means railroad crossing. You know, that's how you can pass your, your permit test. Cause it's just a, a written test. They show you some signs. They ask you some rules. They're pretty, pretty common sense in my opinion. And also the test could have changed from whatever year I took it. It was probably more than five years ago. But that's why I was saying you can legit just start driving. Get your permit though. Don't go on the road without a license. I didn't, I didn't tell you to do that. I did not tell you to do that. Okay. But um, as I've grown into driving more because when I first started driving, I was real nervous. I was all tight at the arms. I was, you know, making sure to look, take, check all the tens and twos and clock time periods that they give you as analogies for driving. 
And I was also really afraid to like get in front of people, speed up. Driving is, it really is an experience thing. You get better the more you do it. Um, And if you don't do it, you won't get better at it. Wow, driving just has so many lessons for life. I love that. I'm sorry. I will also say I don't have a note thing. Was it called a log? No, a schedule. Oh my goodness. Why am I blinking so much? Not an itinerary. What is it called? You know what I'm talking about. It's along those lines of the words I just said, but that's not the word I was looking for. A game plan. Mm. It's truly escaping me. We're going to move on. But yes, yeah, so let, let, me, let me go to the first point of how driving can teach you integrity. In the United States of America, I can only speak from that perspective. There are laws about driving. There's speed limits. There's signs that say stop here. There's stop signs. You can get tickets for doing rolling stops, which is when you don't stop all the way. And there is a lane on the highway called the HOV lane. Now, the HOV lane is for carpooling. I have no idea what HOV stands for, so do not ask me. Let me, let's use Google. HOV. But that lane is used for carpooling. It's to promote carpooling, which is when you go somewhere with another person versus you taking separate cars. And it's mainly for rush hour traffic. So if you and someone else work at the same building and you live near each other or don't live near each other, you could make a plan to carpool. It lessens car emissions, all that environmental stuff. Um, And you can only get in the HOV lane if you have more than one person in your car. Oh, HOV stands for High Occupancy Vehicle. Hmm. High occupancy. Two people is not high occupancy. But okay, I'm going to let them live their life. And in the United States, there is a law that says if there are two solid double lines next to each other, you should not cross them. That is illegal. There are even signs on the highway that says if you cross solid double lines, it is illegal. Okay. And, but then in order for you to get out of that lane, they have the double lines, but they're, they're segmented. They're broken. They're not solid. Why am I bringing up this and how it relates to integrity? Well, you see, driving in Atlanta, there's traffic because people keep moving down here for whatever reason. They see fit, which is nice for them, I guess. And in traffic, 
a lot of the times I will see people get over into the HOV lane to go around the traffic when they don't have more than one person in the car. But, and that's tempting. That's really tempting. But integrity is what you do when there is the one around to judge you. Yeah? 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 That's integrity. But also, a lot of the times I see when there isn't even traffic and someone's in the fast lane and they're not driving as fast as the car behind them wants them to drive, they'll go into the HOV lane to go around the car when there are double solid lines, which I think is wild. And it relates back to integrity. Like, be patient. That also brings me to my other point of how driving really teaches you patience. Because I know a lot of us have either encountered someone who has road raged, been in the car with someone who has road rage, or has road raged themselves, which is real wild. Um, but driving can really teach you, if you're intentional about how you react to things, it can really teach you so many emotional skills and road rage kind of takes me to empathy because since I'm so I'd say um like recently coming out of learning to drive or getting my like confidence in driving I'll say that getting my confidence in driving I can still remember the times when I wasn't sure of where to turn, where I wasn't familiar with the road and didn't know that this lane was turning into a, you can only turn right lane and I needed to get over. Or knowing that I look at the GPS when I'm going places and sometimes the GPS cannot communicate clearly and I have to stop or slow down to figure out where I'm going. And I feel a lot of the time people don't realize that you were once that person. You were once the student driver. You were once the person who didn't know where they were going and needed to slow down to make sure they didn't miss their exit or their turn. People from my perspective and from who I've interacted with so often get mad when someone slows down in front of them like, oh, you need to learn how to drive. Oh, what are you doing? Or they even think that people are intentionally trying to like egg them on when in actuality, they could just be trying to figure something out for themselves. And I feel like we need to get to a place where we know that that's okay that it's okay, even if it is an old person who's been driving for 60 plus years. Let me not do 60 plus years because, you know, we revert back. Um, let's, let's do 30. 30 years and you expect them, or you just see an older person in the car, and you expect them to know what to do. They There are so many circumstances that 
can influence how someone is driving in one particular moment. And I feel like what we need to work on as a society is stopping and thinking about ourselves. Did did we get hit? Oh, were we aware enough to move out of the way of the speeding person to go around legally of the slower car? We should worry about our own awareness and react to our awareness, not someone else. We should try as best as we can. Because a lot of that anger, there's no place for it on the road, y'all. Okay? Yes. But that's how driving can really kind of teach you empathy. It makes you, it makes me think of how someone else could be feeling in a moment. Or what could be going on. Like, oh, they could be looking at their GPS and not knowing where they're going. I've been there before. I hope they get to that place safely. How that? How hard is that? I don't understand why it's a problem for me to look at a GPS. You don't want me to know where I'm going? Sad face. Sheesh. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what this episode is um or this format is about reflections and uh, on things in life and how they've taught us something i think i was missing the mark when communicating that to people because if someone wants you for the most part to talk about driving people think I want them to come on here and, and tell me to put my hands at 10 and 2 <laughs> to look in my rearview mirrors and teach people how to drive. Not that that's not important. That is important. But what I want people to do is to say, okay, driving has taught me these things. Driving has taught me empathy, patience, and integrity. Because especially... I'm going to go back to integrity. With integrity and the HOV lane, no matter how many times I'm tempted, I have to remind myself, just because other people are doing what they shouldn't be doing don't mean I need to do it. And I need to have patience in the traffic, behind the slow person, whatever, when it comes to driving and when it comes to life. I'm not just going to follow the crowd and hope that it all works out. Or even if there isn't a crowd doing it, knowing that I can do something and no one will catch me. That's a lack of integrity. And that really speaks to your character. Think of all the things you do in life. They speak to your character and who you are as a person. Even if you don't feel like it's going to affect anyone. It is because it's affecting how you do things. And eventually, that will catch up to you. Right? What was I talking about? Oh, now, I wanted to talk about conforming with the driving. And this plays into the traffic thing. I know sometimes I'll think, ooh, I should get over in this lane because it looked like they're moving. 
right? Because my lane has stopped. And then I'll think about it and I'll be like, uh, it's okay. I'm not going to get over. But then next thing you know, I see three cars behind me get over into that lane and they're moving. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get over. They got over. They look like they know how to drive. Let me get over too. Next thing you know, I get over in the lane. It stops. And the lane I was in starts moving. What is that? Crazy, right? So when I was learning or getting more confident with driving, I really had to make it a point to not let other cars, their like choices, affect how I'm driving or the choices that I'm going to make. It really helped me kind of gauge my own self as a person and be like, hmm, okay, I see that these cars are moving, but I think I'm just going to say right here because I don't feel like potentially going back and forth between lanes or whatever so yeah that i that was a real i don't want to say breakthrough moment but it was just a real eye-opener for me when i started thinking about that how i would try to follow other cars and then get stuck when i should have just stayed in my place like sheesh be patient driving is really about patience all about the patience. Oh, it really is because a lot of accidents happen because people are rushing places or they're trying to go around someone that's slow. You don't know, I've actually seen an accident that happened because someone was like fed up with a car driving slow and they rushed around them and then they got hit by a car because they being fast slow down slow down it's okay you gonna get where you gonna get slow down jesus sorry they're okay i want want you to know that they're okay well they it wasn't fatal when i saw it i don't know what happened afterwards um kept them in my prayers yes but I I think that's my main takeaway of driving as a life lesson be patient do things on your own terms and follow what the rules that have been put in front of you now I will say uh speeding speeding doesn't make sense to me like the speed limit thing because they give you a speed limit right but then they also have signs that say slower traffic keep to the right and usually the slower traffic is going the speed limit and everyone else is going above the speed limit so why are you giving me a speed limit to follow If you're going to let me speed and then, because I haven't gotten a ticket yet. Oh, ooh, I haven't gotten a ticket and I shall never receive one 
thank you. Well, actually, I haven't gotten, like, a stop by the cop ticket. I did get a ticket for speeding in a school zone before. But I didn't know it was school time. That, that's no excuse, but... Because 25 miles per hour, you are legit not moving. I mean, you're not moving. It it doesn't even make sense. It's, it's like... You can't, if you see what I'm doing right now on the camera, that's how it feels, like, scratching your your skin, like, slowly. It it makes me so uncomfortable. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I'd really be trying. But then my car goes to, like, 30, and next thing you know, I'm at 37. That's what I got the ticket for, 37 miles. That's not even that fast. Anyway. But I've learned my lesson. I'm real cognizant of school zones now, because that's wild. Not the camera captured me. But I really didn't know. Like, I didn't even... What was I talking about <laughs> before that? Oh, yeah, speeding. That That's a tricky, that's a tricky, tricky thing. Because I heard somewhere that you can go... 15 or 10 miles above the speed limit without getting a ticket it must be 10 because I, I was going 37 and 35 would have been 10 miles above hmm. I should probably google that or something but I don't know if that's an actual rule that's in the rule book manual of driving because like I said I, I have not read it but uh it doesn't matter if you don't read it because you shall be held accountable for your actions yeah Ooh, i have another good lesson that driving has taught me because driving cross state lines the first time oh funny enough the first time <laughs> i like drove with my license was to like two days after I got my license I drove to DC from Georgia with a friend I didn't drive the whole way by myself okay probably drove like six hours but what I learned from that trip was there are pockets where cops like to hide right and so and also and not particularly this DC trip but going somewhere else where was I going South Carolina, North Carolina, wherever it was. There are towns where the highways and the town road connect. And so you'll be going 60 and then like like that, the speed limit will drop. Oh, no. You'll be going 70 and like that, the speed limit will drop to... To 45 and they be speed traps and that's a good analogy for life people will trap you they'll make you feel comfortable and safe and then they will bust your butt so be very aware of your surroundings yes okay I think that is it <laughs> Um, let me know 
how you enjoyed or enjoyed <laughs> this format. And if you feel like you could bring something to the table, you know, I don't know, um, maybe how switching schools has taught you something. Buying your own car has taught you something. There's a lot of stuff in life that teaches you stuff. So share. Don't be scared. Just share. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I hope you learned something. I hope something resonated with you. And I hope that you can share it with someone else and potentially implement the things into your life. Yes, sirree. All right. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Do all those things to help me reach other people like you. <laughs> Y'all heard that rhyme. Okay. Sorry. Make sure to keep nurturing. No. Make sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Make sure to keep creating a village wherever you go. Bye.